Look, I got a testimony. I got to tell him what God did. I'm calling God the homie. He took me out of the mosh pit. I will contest the phonies. Separate demons and God's kids. I got to spread his word, so I'm going to show you who the God is. The word is my weapon. I move like a general. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Walk With Me. I am your host, JJ. It's so good to have you all with us. Thank you for liking. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for even just listening. Some of you are listening. I can tell you taking notes because you'll ask questions either either on something I'm about to cover in the next upcoming week or so. You'll ask me questions based on the, the episode that we have today. I, that just shows me that you're listening. I really do appreciate that because uh, you guys could be listening to any other podcast, but you took a few moments of your time to listen to this one. And I really, really, really appreciate that. All glory goes to God. Anyway, I'm just a guy with a microphone and a Bible. Nothing special about me. Um, now, listen, uh, we're going to kind of change the format very soon. I've been really, really thinking about going to a video format. Yeah, well, whatever. I'm I'm not really I'm not really excited about it. Either way, um, if God leads us in that direction, we'll we'll walk in that direction. But until then, thank you guys for liking, sharing, telling other people about it. The, the audience is growing by leaps and bounds, and I I really do appreciate it. Um, so what we're gonna do today? Um, oh yes, one more thing because this is sort of important. Kind of plays into what we going to talk about today if you have any questions um, about the episode if you have any questions about the bible if you have any questions as long as it's something that has to do with the bible and god even if i I get a lot of these prophecy questions and we'll we'll deal with that uh, as an episode later on but uh no matter what you have questions you have as long as it has to do with the bible and and you think the answer may be found in the bible maybe somebody told you something you're not sure maybe um, there's a lot of floating doctors out there. You just want to verify it. You know, if you have any questions about it, just drop it in the email box and I'll show you whether it is or it isn't in the Bible. Okay. Other than that, let's go ahead and walk into today's episode. Now, someone sent me a question about when I said real ministry was Jesus talking to Nicodemus. So the question was, well, if that was the real ministry, what was the parables about? And it's really good to understand what the parables of were about. And we're, so we're going to talk about that. Before we get into that, got to talk about the sponsors we have. Uh, Exquisite Creations with their tumblers. Uh, she's making pens now. And just watching her work with the material is wonderful. Uh, and the outcome is amazing. I'm trying to get her to uh, come up with a, a way of maybe doing more cups. Um, and she had some, but her, all her cups are personalized. You say, Hey, this is what I want on a cup and boom, it comes out and it comes out like 10 times better than what you imagined it. At least for mine, it did. Um, and the other sponsor would be, uh, Templar Chronicles, new players by Ray Slaughter. Good sci-fi fiction fantasy without all the nonsense that you see in a lot of these stuff that's getting put out today. Uh, good read for your. Uh, if you have any teens or preteen kids or kids that with, you know, even older people with, you know, wonderful imaginations, go ahead and and um, go ahead and order that. Somebody compared it once to like if the Matrix and Dragon Ball Z 
was in a book. This would be it with the Lord of Lord of the Rings. So that's what kind of that whole sci-fi epic fantasy sort of deal. All right. So with all that said, we're going to get right into today's episode. What are the main ways that Jesus taught? Now, last week we talked about Jesus's real ministry. But Jesus had three ministries. Okay. He had three. He had the one where, you know, we all know he came and died for our sins. That is actually a ministry, yes. And we talked about, uh, we're going to talk about that maybe in the next couple weeks or so in detail. Um, but we also had the uh, ministry where Jesus was talking to Nicodemus. And this, these two ministries were specific. Okay. They were specific because Jesus died for you and me and everyone else. But us as an individual, Jesus spoke to Nicodemus as an individual and for us. However, what we're going to talk about today is how Jesus spoke in parables and how these parables worked even back then and they work now. And it's, they're sort of generally made and they're, it's on, some of the ways I see a lot of preachers try to use you know, story of parables, and it, it really seems to be effective, and it, it just sort of hit me that this is one of the, if I'm speaking, I guess I kind of use it a little bit, but basically what a parable is, is nothing like, okay, only God can speak in parables, is basically what happens is, if you have a parable, if you're speaking in a parable, you're, you're taking a known situation, and you are applying it to spirituality. So, like, if, if we're if I'm talking about being in a physical fight, someone knocked me down, and then I get up, the Bible also says a just man falls seven times but rises again. You, you see what I'm saying? It's it, it's sort of, and, and that's a real big, real broad generalization. But we're going to talk about some of the parables that that Jesus spoke about and how it directly applies to each one of our spiritual conditions. So we're going to start with the parable of the sower. Now, I particularly like this parable of the sower because it causes me to examine my spiritual condition. It causes me to um, kind of examine how I am receiving the word of God. And it also requires me to Get rid of some of these, some of this worldly um, uh, definitions of what is in this parable, because you'll see a lot of people talking about who oh, sowed this seed and sowed this seed and sowed this seed, and when when you're talking and when you're talking to them or when they're saying it, you kind of think that they're talking about money, but if you read this parable, the seed is not money. Okay, so let's get into it now. If you have if you're new or old to the con uh, to the podcast, you will under probably still uh, repeat it with me. Read a verse or two above, a verse or two below, but preferably the whole chapter. But we have quite a bit of reading to do today, so we're just gonna walk into it. Okay, it, we're gonna start with Matthew chapter thirteen, verse one through nine. Matthew chapter thirteen, verse one through nine, and and I always read through the King James version, okay, because. It is the most accurate version we have. And I didn't say it's perfect. I said it's the most accurate. Okay? Um, and the meanings of the words tend to be 
the starkest, if that makes sense. All right, so Matthew 13, 1 through 9. And the same day when Jesus out of the house and sat by the seaside, and a great multitude were gathered on, together unto him, so that he went into a ship and sat, and the whole multitude stood on the shore. So Jesus separated himself from the multitude after they came, okay? And he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, Behold. Now wait, now let's stop here, because the Bible itself is saying, he's saying many things in one story, okay? He's saying many things, he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, all right? So he's saying many things in one parable. Behold, a sower went forth to sow, and when he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up. Some fell upon stony places where they didn't have much earth, and forthwith they sprang up because they had no deepness of earth. But, and when the sun was up, they were scorched because they had no root, and they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell into good ground and brought forth fruit some a hundredfold, some sixtyfold, and some thirtyfold. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Now, I am not going to come to you and say, you know, hey, walkers, you know what? When I first heard that, I knew exactly what Jesus was talking about. And I absolutely had no idea. I literally imagined a person like Johnny Appleseed running around just throwing seeds in random places. Because this is what he's talking. This is what Jesus is saying. Just throwing seeds, just walking down the street, just tossing seeds randomly in all directions. But this is what we see. This is what we know, right? This is what we see in our minds. But there are spiritual applications. Because the first thing the parable asks us is what kind of soil we are. And it does so in a sort of a backwards way. Okay? So the lessons of this, this parable is this seed is not money. This seed is the word of God. Because that's the sower. The sower is the preacher. And I'm I'm not talking about any preacher. I'm talking about preachers who preach the entire gospel and don't really care if you like it or not. You know, and, and don't really care if if it if it goes against grandma's teaching. But really don't really care because what he is saying is the complete truth in the word of God. This is a sower. Okay. Now, the wayside soil is those who hear the word but don't really understand it. Like, the way I, I just described what I thought the sower was was just Johnny Appleseed walking through the forest and just casting apple seeds everywhere. That's what I thought it was. Okay. So, and that wayside soil means that um, I may understand that there is a God and that there's, you know, that, you know, that there's some sort of higher deity or some sort of higher plane or something. But it, it doesn't really mean anything to me. It doesn't really get into me and it doesn't really soak in. And there's nothing that grows and becomes me or, or becomes a part of me or changes me or cleanses me. It's just it's just seeds hitting me in the face. That's all it is. And some gets in my pocket and I carry the seeds around. That's basically what it is. Okay. Now, the stony soil is different because 
the stony soil is, will be representing people who hear the word, which is the seed, and receive it a little bit. But when there's temptation that comes, they they don't have anything to grab onto. And I will admit, for a long time, I was this way. I will admit to you guys right now, as a fellow walker, I was like this for a long time. I understood that God is all-powerful. I understood that God is omnipotent. I, I understood that God can do anything. And I also understood that God could sometimes say no. But then there was a temptation that came along. And I forgot all of that because that that knowledge in my head had not taken root in my spirit. So understanding that the knowledge in my head not taking root in my spirit, I had no, no better to do but to fall back and say, God doesn't love me and just throw the whole thing away. And just, I'm going to do it on my own. This is where, this is the stony soil. Yeah, it's, it's all well and good. Hallelujah. When... When you're getting a paycheck, but when you lose your job, you've got no, you've got nothing to, you got no faith. Everything's great when you're healthy, but when you're in pain or when you're sick, you've got nothing to fall back on. Everything's great and good and wonderful when, you know, when your relationships are going good, but when you're arguing, you've got nothing to fall back on because you've got stony soul. Okay. Now, thorny ground is different from stony soil because stony soil is a little bit gross, but thorny ground is people who hear the word, but then allow the good times to choke it out. Let me let me rephrase that. Okay, so one of the things that is very very common in a lot of people who start going to church when they're very poor because they're going to church because they think God that God will help them become less poor and if you hear a lot of stuff talking about hey you know this is um got people talking about stuff like what we call the uh what is it called the prosperity doctrine oh my god I can't stand that so they call it the prosperity doctrine and if you come to church God will bless you, and God will bless you, and God will bless you. And all you're hearing is God will bless you. You're not hearing anything about you being saved. You're not hearing anything about overcoming temptation. You're not even hearing anything about you changing yourself so that God can bless you. All you're hearing is God blesses you. So now, when you get a decent job, because God is faithful, He's still going to bless you. But then you allow the cares of this life to take that word out of your soul. So you you begin to and and I think I think some people more people that are are guilty of this than will care to admit you don't want to go to church anymore because you want to go out on the boat. And I I'm saying this because I have a boat and I've been tempted so. You don't want to come to church because um there's this big concert going on 3 hours away. And you know that seems to be more important than going to church. Um, you don't want to go to church because um, I gotta cut my grass, and it's the only day off I have to cut my grass and do my yard. And I really love my yard, but uh, 
this is what this is thorny soil because you're allowing the cares and the pleasures of life, which is different from the temptations. You, you're allowing the stuff that God has blessed you with to become more important than the God who blessed you. That's the thorny soil. But then you have the good soil. And I want to be and I strive to be the good soil. Now, the good ground is where people who uh, hear the word and they understand it and obey it. And what happens is it doesn't spring up right away. It doesn't it doesn't get taken away. It doesn't get snatched out because you're when you get the word of God and when you get Bible and you start reading the Bible and if you're taking it and actually digesting it. Almost like, almost like, and, and I'm a big uh, fan of the Dixie Cream Donuts. They're not paying me to say this. I mean, I am really a fan of Dixie Cream Donuts. If you haven't had a Dixie Cream Donut, you haven't lived. That's just, <laughs> yes, I'm just telling you. But if it's, it's, it's like um, the difference between taking a Dixie Cream Donut and chewing it a little bit and then spitting the other, spitting it back out versus taking it chewing it very slowly and savoring it and swallowing it the person with the good soil is going to do the second because they want that thing that seed inside of them and what happens is it's like if you eat too many dixie cream donuts you start to grow but in this when you have the seed in you you growing is different it's, it's something that changes you over time. I'm not sure where we started talking about people when they get the Holy Ghost, they have to change overnight. I'm not sure where we got that. Because that would actually be more of the, the stony soil because it, they receive it and embrace it for a moment. They spring up and they do all the things that we want them to do. They start living holy and they start they stop cursing, they stop drinking, they stop smoking, and they, 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 ha- they have no real reason they they don't understand the why behind the reason why we do these things or why we behave this way why we think this way but we expect them to do that and then just when you know for whatever reason next thing you know you're they're gone and you're trying to figure out why because they've got no roots but if we're saying that the holy ghost is changing you you let god change them we have to let god change them because that seed is the word of God and it's the word of God that does the work not JJ and not necessarily us it's not you God is doing this in you and you may even notice the change after the fact like I'm not going to lie to you I didn't even know I stopped cursing until somebody said to me you don't curse and I said oh wow I didn't realize that well no glory glory anyhow Hallelujah, anyhow. And, I, and it, was, it was a great thing. So, this parable means a lot, but it's also going to mean different things to different people, but there, it, has, it has to uh, be around that central truth. The central truth is A, this, that seed is the Word of God. The sower is anybody who's preaching the Word of God or talking about the Word of God. And the earth is is you and your spiritual condition. Now, however else you want to you want to throw the details around, you go right ahead, but I'm telling you don't let anyone 
change. Um, don't let anyone change what that means. So, uh, Jesus went along, went after that, and actually uh, provided interpretation. Matthew 13, 18 to 23. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and understands it not, then cometh the wicked one and catches away that which was sown in his heart. This is what he received by the wayside. But he that received the seed in stony places, the, name, the same is someone who's heard the word, and with joy received it, yet he is not roofed to himself. In other words, he's coming to church. He's saying, wow, this is great. Living for God is great. I am great. God is great. And then, a little persecution. You go to work and somebody says, well, we don't like you Christian folk around here. And all of a sudden, now you hide your Bible. And now you're offended at being called a Christian, and you're offended at these things, and, and this is this is a problem. Now he also received the seed along among the thorns, and he that hear the word, but the care of this world, and the deceitfulness of riches. Explain this to me. God blessed you, but the deceitfulness of riches told you that those riches made you safe, and now you are now unfruitful. Because all the things that you were doing, all the things that you were, that God was blessing you with, has now become a, a stumbling block to you. Because you allowed it to happen. But someone who is good soil can get those blessings. Someone who is um, good soil can go to work or go to these places where they don't like you Christian folk. Or, um, someone else that can go and you know have somebody talk to them trying to convince them that the word of God is real and still be fruitful and still be able to also sow their own seed because that's what that fruit being fruitful is you are still now sowing that own seed and someone someone and I'll never forget I, I was talking to a guy when I first got told of him well not when I first got told of him I guess I had it for about two years and uh, I was talking to him for a long time and he finally got the Holy Ghost and it took a long time and it was a wonderful thing to watch him you know grow in the Holy Ghost and it's, it's kind of like watching a baby being born remember it's just fruit what does the fruit do it grows and it you know you plant it and it grows and it makes more fruit that's what being fruitful is and and you will understand that that's how you are fruitful. You are spreading the word of God to other people. And not even not even preaching. I'm not just talking about preaching. It's not just you going going up and down the halls of your dorm or or you know, wherever you happen to be right now and thumping the Bible, talking about you going to hell. No, 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 no. Because the word of God talks about having charity. The word of God talks about being faithful. The Word of God talks of, says a lot of things that us Christians need to be partaking in. And so you partaking in that, you know, allowing that Word of God to grow in you, you're going to start showing the leaves of that Word of God and somebody's going to say, man, that tree is different. It doesn't matter how many things we throw at that lady, she still remains peaceful. She still 
still remains vocal. She still remains nice. She still remains. I saw that. I saw that girl get cussed out in Walmart, and that girl was in her face and everything. But she just said hallelujah, anyhow, and walked away. And that really bothered me. And so what that basically did, and now that we're outside of the parable again, and what that basically is doing is you showing that other people that are watching you from afar that the God that is in you is for real. Okay? Now, that was a wonderful thing. But to next week, we're going to talk about pearls and great price. And now, when I say that, we might talk about it next week. But if we, I get a really good question that's going to take an episode, I might just interrupt it. Right now, we're, we're working through Jesus' ministry. And this is where we t- typically generate a lot of questions. So um, go ahead, and if you have any questions, go ahead and shoot me an email. If you do not want your name to be used, do not put it in the subject line. If you want your name to be used, put it in the subject line. I'm not sure why. I prefer, I prefer anonymity. I prefer to keep everybody's business quiet. But if you want me to address you so that you know that I'm asking your question, go ahead and put your name in the subject line. I will go ahead and call you out when I answer the question. And then we'll go from there. But until then, you guys have a great week. Have a great, wonderful time. Tell somebody that you love them. Tell somebody that God loves them. You'd be surprised how many people don't even realize that God loves them. Because we spend so much time telling people that they don't exist and they don't matter and you know it, it, it's the messages that are going around in this world uh, that you know I, I don't even want to get into it so far but tell them that God made them who they are not what somebody else told them they are so and and just make sure that you love them no matter what because God loved us while we were still in sin and that means you can love them while they are still in sin. None of us are better than any other. All right. God bless you all. Love you all. See y'all next week. Again, thanks for listening. Have a good one. Yeah. True. Uh. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been do, give me a reason. Give me a reason. I got this fellow words of a genius. Words of a genius. Everybody needs to know who the leader. Who the leader. See, I do it for Jesus. Jesus. Everything I've been do, give me a reason. Give me a reason.